This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. What's up, everybody? It's another NFC East show, and we are on episode 64. We're broadcasting live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and our Roku channel hosted by the Northeast Streaming Sports Network. As you can see, there's five of us. There's going to soon be six of us here coming up. <laughs> We've got us four as normal but we did find a titans fan we might even have found oh two God. of them where we couldn't find any colts fans last week we did there are some titans fans so yes virginia somebody does like the titans unlike the colts and uh, <laughs> we have gabe coming to us all the way from hawaii titans right on. in hawaii aloha aloha <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you didn't get any Colts fan. Good thing. So Rough. how how do, I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to address the right there because it was going to be my first question. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I you know I you know me. I always jump the gun regardless. Yep, I know. Now I'm a Giants fan, die hard through and through, but I'm from Arizona. How the hell did you become a Tennessee Titans fan all the way? And I like move the mic. Let me see the shirt. Let me let me see what oh, you yeah. got on. That's a nice, nice. I like that because it it all. I mean, it has the little all the tribal too. Yeah, the little <laughs> tribal. You know, um, the rock type. Although he's Samoan, Samoan. Yeah, you know, feel to it. Um, I too have a Giants like sweatshirt. Answer the question. How did you become a Titans fan? Well, it's like uh, a lot of us that uh, that weren't following the Oilers back then, right? Um, we became fans with the introduction of Mariota into um, mm. into the Titans, yeah. So I, I, I'm for one. I'm, I'm used to be in the military. I used to be in the U.S. Army, and uh, we I'm from Puerto Rico, so we don't have Titans. You, 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 we don't you have the, football in Puerto Rico. You, you were the best of the best of the best. <laughs> yeah. That's so right. so became a, became a fan of of Mariota, and then. And after Mariota uh, left, I just stuck with the Titans. Uh, I don't like bandwagoning, so I stuck with the Titans and started following the Oilers. And next thing you know, one thing led to the other, and I'm a diehard Titan fan now. There That's you what go. I'm talking about that is what. So you. So what was your MOS in the military? If you don't mind me asking. I used to be a 15 uh, Juliet, which uh, worked with the uh, helicopters, and then transitioned okay. to drones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Somehow made my way all the way to Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was uh, I was seventy seven whiskey water treatment. Then I cross trained into into supplies. So you're a water, water treatment. In the water. 
I, I was a water dog. <laughs> was it? Bit, yes. Hey, was it, it was. That's what I heard. I heard he put whiskey in the water. <laughs> somehow you got to kill the germs somehow. You know. Hey, I get and, it. I get it. So, go, and, go and it's a shame. It's a shame that you were an army guy because obviously you live in Hawaii, which is is more known for the Navy. And you must get a lot of razzing <laughs> since the Navy seems to always beat Army in the only game that matters. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> jokes. Yeah, it's always yeah. it's always so, funny. It's so always let me funny. let me ask yeah. you this follow up question real quick, and then I'll I'll leave it to the guys because you know I could talk all night. Have you Would been you to a Titans game in uh, in Tennessee? Yes, last year was my uh, first one that I went to. Um, we went to the one against the Colts uh, during, actually during the Oilers tribute um, weekend. So that one was a pretty exciting game. Um, we got to stomp the Colts, and we got to meet a lot of Oilers, uh, Oilers players. So that was pretty cool. Uh, like a lot of the old time Oilers players. Yeah, yeah. So Billy White Shoes Johnson and you know oh, wow. a couple of us. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was he was at the draft. We we saw him yep. at the draft. He did the little dance and everything. Yeah, he um, did. You know, I, I do want to say this. I enjoyed watching Warren Moon play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed watching Warren Moon. I'm glad he won the Grey Cups, you know, what five straight. Uh and I'll leave with this. Um Air McNair is my second favorite quarterback. The late great Steve Air McNair. I have to throw that out there uh, from Alcorn State. So, oh no, from Alcorn, not Alcorn State. Alcorn, Alcorn yeah, <laughs> yeah, Alcorn. Okay, I uh, I digress, fellas. All right, it's about time because we were tired of hearing you talk already. So, <laughs> oh, and I just uh, anyways. Uh, obviously, we have you on, and we have this show specifically. We've been doing uh, this is the fourth week of the AFC South. And, of course, you guys are going to be playing all four of our teams this year. And so I did a little bit of research. And actually, out of all of the teams in the, you know, in the South, you actually fared the best. Uh, I will say that not one of the teams in the AFC South has a winning record against the NFC East. However, you were the closest. Uh, You are only two games under five hundred. Correct. So it's it, you guys are uh, doing pretty well, I would say. I mean, not against us, obviously, because just you know we actually have a two. You know, those two games are from against the Eagles, but uh, and I I remember I used to love the Houston Oilers. You know, they had the uh, with the light blue uniforms, and I, there's one specific game that I remember completely when we played the when we played the Oilers, and they had like it was the longest play. Uh, for like a gain of only six yards, it, it, the play took like literally a minute and a half, and the guy <laughs> ran up literally around the entire uh, you know field just to throw the ball underhand to a receiver <laughs> who also ran around the field and gained only like five yards. Uh, it was like one of the coolest plays I'd ever seen, and you know, it, of course, it, they had to punt the next play. So. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, obviously, uh, the last game that we had played against you guys, you guys had won. It was happened in Tennessee. And uh, you guys have been doing pretty well as of late. You guys have made the playoffs four out of the last five years. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering how you feel about all the moves that the Titans have made this year. <laughs> I know where this is going. Um, not overly excited with uh, what happened right during the draft, um, where we lost uh, our one of our better wide receivers uh, in AJ Brown to you guys, um, would have loved to have him this year. Um, that's not the case, so we just have to move on. Um, I don't hate the guy. I know that a lot of these uh, shows and um, other pages, they're just completely hating on the dude. Um, I don't, you know, he has to look out for his family too. He was, you know, when it gets to this point where he's a business, um, you have to chase the money sometimes. And uh, he chased the money. He got paid. So we just got to move on. Uh, I think we did pretty well in the uh, draft. I mean, it is a bunch of rookies, but look what we did last year with everybody hurt. I mean, we had the, we had the record for having used as many players 
uh, during the season as we possibly could. And uh, we still accomplished making it all the way. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure we can we can maneuver something this year. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, we do play you guys. Uh, we do play um, you guys. So we'll, we'll see each other. I'll see oh, AJ yeah. Brown, oh, hopefully. Yeah. You're going to see us. Uh, you're not until week 13 for us, but you start yeah. off with the Giants right in week one. Yep. yep. And right to, to I'm going to make an announcement. I will be there. And you guys better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with all, with, with all, all, wait, all the, wait, hold on, hold on. guys, was that intimidating enough? I mean, I know we were no. horrible last year. Was that a little bit of, all right, no. I'll work on that. I'll have you a work on that next time. So, so with all the query of, of what's going on in the Twitter world with uh, Brown, what did you think about his response today as a fan? Well, I mean, uh, you know, a, a, AJ, since day one, he had something that, that um, most players that are in the Titan organizations don't have, and is that that attitude that, um, that um, you, you know, he's a little bit different. You know, he, he, likes, he likes that fire. He likes the heat. He likes, you know, making those headlines. And um, he's just making headlines again. That's all he's trying to do. Um, I, I know some fans are, are extremely heated. And uh, I know that one of the uh, late players um, said that, you know, technically he's not the best receiver the Titans have had. Um, so, I, I mean, I just, I just wish he would just let it go and just do what he's supposed to do over there and just let everything go leave on a good note um this is the problem that a lot of players have that they take off and then they just start bashing the other team you know he has a lot of play he has a lot of fans that absolutely adore him and and, and love him i i again i don't hate the dude i think he's a big body type of receiver which he's going to do great things over there but he just needs to let it go move on and just Stop worrying about Twitter and everything else. Yeah, and I, I can see that. I, I mean, with the ongoing issues, the, the the parting shots at the fans, I know it was in Twitter world and I know everything that happens. And, you know, I heard the discussion this morning, but it's just it, it, it irks a lot of fans. And I can understand why when you're taking shots, when your stats don't even match what you're claiming. So that that's where he's got to be held accountable by the fans and just don't talk smack, just talk facts. Yeah, and I, I made a video on him for that, but uh, yeah, he's he just needs to he needs to understand that while his uh, while he was a good player, while he did a lot of good things, he also ended the season with two broken knees. Um, so he had surgery on them. You know, he he was there for us when he could be out there for us. Yeah. So you know, uh, he just needs to stop throwing shade at the fans and just work on himself because i mean uh you know i i haven't i know that there were some twitter's uh talks out there too that um hurts and him weren't connecting as well as they thought so we'll see what happens i do have to say that none of the fans were very happy at all you know and i, I got to imagine that they have been egging him on non-stop oh, yeah. i i could show you exactly how you know i, I was received by some of the fans at the draft let me, uh, let me <laughs> roll the clip. I just want to thank everybody for AJ Brown. It was a great pick for us. Yeah. Go birds. I, I saw they were saying that you were number one. Yeah. Uh, yes, there was a lot of number ones number flowing ones. around there. Well. That is the draft. That's the way to pick. <laughs> that was uh, they were they they were very happy. They were very happy. Yeah, they so, looked well, it. Gabe, I got to ask you a question too. So you've been talking about Brown, good and dandy. But what is your impression? First off, when you found out you were getting Julio Jones, what was your feeling? Because I'll be honest, there's a lot of Titan fans that were thinking that this is our year. We got Julio, which. Yep. You know, some of us, I, for example, I, I'm not saying he was on the downcline, but I knew you weren't getting like the, the, the Super Bowl Julio. You, right. you know what I mean? Um, when that experiment didn't work out, first off, what was your feeling when you got him? And then 
you know, if you can recall, what was your feeling when you're like, mm, okay, yeah, maybe that's, I'm, I'm, I understand we're not, we're not re-signing re him. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, when we got, when we got Julio, I, I also didn't think it was going to be, you know, prime Julio. I, I knew that from the start. The, the thing that was um, optimistic for me was that Julio was the inspiration, was A.J. Brown's inspiration. So having him in the same building, I thought would elevate A.J. Brown's game uh, even more. Um, so just having them in the field, I thought it was going to be a great thing and obviously it didn't, didn't turn out that way. Um, and we hardly saw him on the field. Uh, when we did see him, it would be for a couple minutes, and that's it. And uh, and we're in the situation we are in now with cap space and everything else because of that move. Um, or and that's just one of the moves. But yeah, that that move actually set us back a little bit. But you know, I thought it would elevate the game. I I thought AJ Brown was going to be on his top shape, and um, you know, it just it just didn't work out. It didn't work out. But we saw a lot of people that came out, um, a lot of second and third stringers uh, that came out of that. And uh, it definitely, definitely put a lot of light on these, um, what we call backdoor players that came out and just proved themselves. And they're still in the team. So that has, um, has a lot to show for them. So I'm excited to see that, that crew of, uh, like, for example, Westbrook Aquina. Um, Coming out there, I think he did a lot of great things for us, specifically towards the end of the season. His connection with Tannehill was was great, so I'm hoping to see that. In addition, we added some tight ends now that um, I think are really big body type of tight ends. What we needed when we let go of John Smith, um, so I, I think we're going to be in a good spot. I think it's it comes down to Tannehill. That's that's all it's going to come down to. It's Tannehill showing that he can overcome during the during prime time and um this is last this is last year i mean this is this is it this is it for him i mean we drafted malik willis in the background so he's creating some fire under Tannehill. Tannehill is in his last year so he needs to either prove himself and and go out on a on a good note or be taken out uh mid-season yeah, that's what that's what my next question was going to lead into was Tannehill yeah. to play from him and then Derrick Henry, you know, with the injury sustained last year with the foot injury, you know that that whole Tannehill thing, you know, when he played with Miami and everything else, it just didn't pan out there as well. Leading into the to the Titans where they're playing at, even though they've been to the playoffs, but they just haven't been able to get past over that hill and, and say, okay, we're we're in the championship game if he doesn't get to where he thinks he needs to be, by what game do you think they'll yank him out to put Malik Willis in? Well, on. Before you questions. do that, I want to, I want to introduce our, our other Titans fan who happened to just show up now. Uh, he was coming in a little bit late because I said nine o'clock, but I did not specify Eastern <laughs> standard time. So sometimes that happens. Uh, we have Jamal uh, who is also, I think you're right from you're right from Nashville, correct? Yes, sir. Born and raised. Born and raised. Very good, very good. So he may also have something to say about all this as well. Obviously, uh, you might know Gabe. Gabe is uh, you know, your uh, cohort from Miami, or not Miami, uh, from Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, it ends in an I. It ends in an I. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. close. What's up, Gabe? What's up, man? So, but. Uh, so and that's that was that was going to be my question. So yeah, are are, are you guys really still in Tannehill you trust, or is this like the Derrick Henry show and you just can't wait for uh, you know, Malik to actually get in there and see what he can do? Well, I like you. Uh, me, man, I like you, uh, Like for now, it's Tannehill show, man. Until he proves otherwise on the field. I mean, I think the first two years, you know, was at nineteen and twenty. Man, he had great years, man. Uh, 21 last year was a was, was a rough year. I mean, now granted, we had a lot of injuries. I think they played like 95 people throughout the season, you know, and they were still able to get the number one seed. But I think the team goes as Tannehill goes. So as much as I love Derrick Henry, you know, the A.J. Brown trade, that's a whole nother topic. But, uh, you know, they're trying to replace him with this rookie, Traylon Burks, who's got the asthma issues going on and, you know, 
they're saying he's out of shape, you know. I mean, we, we really don't know. You know, Vrabel never says too much of anything. But, you know, I, I think Malik Willis needs to sit a year, man. In my opinion, I don't think he's ready to go. I think Tannehill's the best option for right now. But the way the contract is set up, they, they can't cut him this year. I mean, it's like a 30-something, 30 $35 million against the cap. But next year, I think it's, you know, somewhere in like the teens or something like that if they wanted to get out of it. But, uh, you know, we'll see. So uh, my question to you, Jamal, because I wasn't sure if Gabe was around because he mentioned that he started to like the Titans the moment that they chose uh, that they chose the quarterback that uh, the Eagles were almost about to get because of the, you know, you know the way that uh, we had Chip Kelly. Uh, have you gotten over 1999? Oh, well, you know. Wow. That that man, I wasn't expecting that. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> caught me off guard. I mean, uh, 99 was a rough one, man. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I was young. I think I was about to go to high. Uh, you know, about to go to. High okay, you can school. stop. You can stop right there. Don't I'm date there, right? yourself. Yeah, so, no need for that, Jamal. No need for that I at mean, all. He just don't want to feel as old as he is. <laughs> you know, that was our first year as the Titans, man. And I remember like every game from that season they were so much fun to watch man i mean undefeated at home the music city miracle uh you know and they came up yards short in the super bowl and there's no secret man it's one of the greatest super bowls you know ever played i think but uh, they came up short man and we ain't been able to get back since we ain't been back since you know i think we've got three afc championship games we've been to but we haven't won any of them since so you know home but your most recent one now. your most recent one was 2019 Obviously, yeah, yep. you know, so and uh, because I actually have your last five years of playoffs, okay. how you know, in 2017, you lost to the Patriots, wouldn't have mattered, you'd have lost to the Eagles then, too. Um, <laughs> oh. in, in 2019, you guys made it to the NFC championship or the AFC championship game, and, and I think you guys even had the lead going into the fourth quarter. We did, that one? yeah, we, we, we did. were up, man. I'm gonna tell you where the game turned was, um. Right before halftime, man, Mahomes did some little magic down the sidelines on mm -hmm. a run, man, that he had. And we missed like three or four tackles. And I mean, he just like spin right into the end zone. And we and we really never recovered from that, man. That was like a backbreaker. If we could have held him to a field goal there, I really think that was a different game. But you know, and you're, and like you're talking that was right before the half, too. Yeah, right before the half. When he, when yep. he spun and, and got in the end zone and. And I think that's when he started doing this little, you know, <laughs> this little thing, you know. A little bit, yeah, man. Great game, man. It was a great game, man. I was in Arrowhead uh, 2017 for that playoff game, but man, that was Mahomes' rookie year, so he wasn't there. But uh, man, great atmosphere, man. It was cold as everything that day, though. Yeah, and you guys, you guys barely pulled that one out. Oh man, I was at halftime. Me and my wife were there, and it was 21 to three at halftime. We would lose it. And I said, all right, if we don't get us – and the Chiefs got the ball to start the second half. I said, all right, if we don't get a stop, at least to start the third quarter. Like, we're out of here. But, uh, man, uh, they they pulled one out, man. We stayed for the whole game. And so it was, it was an awesome game, though. Well, and, and as, as I'm looking at just some of the yards that you had, like uh, where – you know, it, it's amazing that in the 2019 playoffs against the Ravens, you guys let up – 530 yards of offense against yep. the Ravens. Yep. Wound up with three turnovers. Two touchdowns incredibly. But, uh, yeah, you know, because Lamar Jackson really had his way that day, but the defense just buckled down. I think we had three turnovers that day. Um, you know, but, I mean, he had like a buck 50 on the ground, like 350 on the pass. I mean, it was almost $500 a day for him. So, or $500 a day, I should say. I was gonna say the twenty twenty the twenty twenty that was if I remember that game because I think I watched that game specifically. Uh, that was where uh, Jackson just ran all over you guys. Oh Lamar man, Jackson. no doubt about it, he did, man. But like I said, the defense stepped up that day. And Henry ran all over them that day, man. I think he had like one hundred ninety-five yards or something like. That. Oh, you said the twenty twenty season. Yeah, the 2020, Correct. yeah. He, oh, he no, was... so that was all Tannehill, man. Tannehill was terrible, man. He threw an interception, man, right at the end of the game. <laughs> and I mean, that, I mean, that's the story of the Titans, man. The last couple of years has been Tannehill in the playoffs. It, even back in 2019, the two games that we won on the way to AFC Championship. Like the, the Ravens game, I think he had less than 100 yards, receive, uh, 100 yards passing. 
than the yeah, less. Yeah. Didn't do a thing either. Uh, and you know, he had a little, you know, some garbage time yards at the end of the Kansas City game. Then the Ravens, you know, choked it away against the Ravens, choked it away against the Bengals last year, man. It's been two years in a row, man. But it, the, the contract is the problem, though. They can't get out of the contract. And so they're like stuck with him. And I mean, he performs in the regular season, you know, with the exception of last year. But in the playoffs, man, he just doesn't get it done. Well, you're, you're speaking of his contract. I got it up right here. Luckily, after this season, there is a potential uh, out yeah. uh, of uh, Tannehill's contract. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna, I'm looking. I'm gonna be the person on the outside looking in because obviously I'm a Giants fan. I don't follow the Titans as you do. But and and Gabe, you can answer this as well from the optics of what I see from the Titans offensively. Let's be fair. If you make if you stop. Henry. Now that's a big if. I'll admit that's a big if. But if you stop Henry and make Tannehill beat you, you have a better game against Tannehill than you do against Derrick Henry and Tannehill. Now, what do you guys think? I mean, I don't know if you guys can answer this, but what do you guys think offensively would be the key to kind of, I don't want to say maybe alleviate some of the responsibilities that has Henry and Tannehill like because honestly you, what I'm saying is you take away you take away Henry and you force Tannehill's hand how if that were to happen how can you take that stress off of Tannehill and do you think do you believe because I haven't seen it I'll be honest if you leave it up to Tannehill do you guys believe that he can he can help you win games oh we look like we lost him or maybe that was a too tough of a question to answer. And he <laughs> I'm out, you know. No, so, yeah, I mean, I'll be back. I, I oh, think, okay, yeah, of course. I, I think, I think it, our game is based on on Henry. I mean, it's it's really always been that way—a smash mouth, what they call it, type of offense. Right. Um, I think with the the all the turnovers and offensive coordinators that we have had over the years, it's trying to put something in there that that doesn't work. And then we go, and instead of um, instead of bringing in, you know, uh, within like we've done in the past, or trying to keep people in, we bring in these, in my opinion, these washed out OCs. For example, who we currently have in Todd Downing, um, you know, he the Raiders didn't want him, right? And it was one of the the worst times that that the Raiders had under Derek with Derek Carr when when Todd Downing was um, there was leading them. And so we brought him over, and this is the reason why now we brought in, I think it was Kelly from um, the Texans to kind of help out uh, with Tannehill's game. Um, but we can't be forcing something that doesn't work. And for us, it, it starts off with Henry. And we got lucky last year that, um, you know, our two running backs that we had stepped up to get their game, and we needed two of them to do what Henry um, does by himself so that that kind of helped us um, and I think now with the introduction to more big body type of blocking tight ends I think it's going to help a lot um, I think one of our biggest mistakes was letting rid of John o. Smith you know that 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 was one of the biggest mistakes I in my opinion um, once we took John o. Smith out we were hurting um, and we needed to compensate by having these big body wide receivers and um I think I think now it's a different it's a different game with, with the tight ends that we brought in, uh, bringing Kelly to try to help out um, Tannehill in his game, and having Henry back to where Henry was. I mean, most of his workout videos he looks faster than he did before. So, in my opinion, he's he's a guy that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, see, and that, that that's where that's where I was starting to with Sneaky's, you know, where he was pointing out. See, and that's my my what I'm seeing right now is with co with the head coach of the Tennessee Titans being so defensive minded, the offensive not establishing you know the quarterback play with you know the running back of Derrick Henry. You know, Sneaky pointed out you can't have one without the other, and vice mm -hmm. versa. Is, is there going to be any repercussions with this year's play uh, for the head coach, do you think? Is there any talk about that, that, you know, this might be his last year if he doesn't get it done? 
Jamal. Jamal, yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's more to, towards you, Jamal. I don't know if you're able to. Can you hear us, Jamal? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? I'll I'll answer that for you. Um, uh, True Blue, this, and this is just my opinion. I don't I don't think Vable's uh, going anywhere. Yeah, I don't see him. See. I, I, I see him sticking around because of the fact that he got, I mean, they're still looking at the fact that what, I mean, he, he's been there five years. Yeah. Five years. They've only, they've been out of the playoffs one out of the five years. So I I highly doubt that that's going to. Yeah. That's stable in in Tennessee. I think. See, and that's the thing, you know, I, I, he had Mariota, he's got now Tannehill, he's established, you know, both quarterbacks, he's had time, now he's got a new, or the offensive coordinator that spoke about coming from the Raiders, uh-huh. the, it, it, you know, you're five, if, you know, I understand you've got to the AFC championship as well, but you didn't push it past the line. Is that something that's going to be blamed upon the quarterback play, or is that just going to be, you know, a more as from a head coach perspective from the, from the GM and the ownership, because it, it's just, you know, the cutthroat league that we live in now with head coaches, quarterbacks, everything else, you know, is, is that court, is that head coach going to be, you know, on the line with his job this year, if they don't, they don't get to the playoffs. Is my real big question. Jamal, what are, are you able to hear us, Jamal? Okay. okay. Well, I'll answer right, that. We're again. having a little bit of technical <laughs> difficulties. Know. Now is the perfect time to go to our commercial break. There you so, go. Since we're trying to get everything worked out, uh, <laughs> gotta with, love it. It's uh, live, all the baby. technical difficulties here. Uh, give us just. Uh, we'll be back in just over six. Two seconds. shakes of a lamb's tail. That once uh, once we get back, <laughs> so uh, we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> The Hometown Foundation is excited to bring back the Dream Ride Experience, August 26th to the 28th at Connecticut's Farmington Polo Club. Join us in celebrating the accomplishments of our Dream Riders while enjoying live music, a car and motorcycle show, family fun zone, pet adoptions, canine demonstrations, the Fireman's Chili Cook-Off, and much, much more. Get your tickets today. I'm dancing to that every time I hear that. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you can see right now without LeBron, Lakers are, are struggling. Let me tell you about a team I hate, all right? I know the Dallas Cowboys fan is here, so I had to make sure he knew how much I hate this Oh, team. I'm ready. I've often said that the people who run baseball, they try very hard to ruin it. I'm not Brooklyn. I don't have a problem saying it to his face. Oh, Brooklyn. Hey, is it And we're back. And hopefully Can you hear us, Jamal? I'm back, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Do you think the coach is safe? Hurry up. Go. <laughs> So this is I'm doing it on my phone. Do you think the coach is safe? Do I think what? Do you think Coach Vrabel, Vrabel is safe? Are you mean for this season? Yeah. Yes. For this season. Ah. Oh, shit. Shoot. <laughs> we lost you, Jamal. It's like a, it's like one, it's like watching kung fu. <laughs> you killed my master. Well, <laughs> avenge his death. <laughs> you know the crowd right. style. <laughs> nah, we lost you, Jamal. Well, yeah, we lost you, Jamal. Guys, that was funny right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all don't remember kung fu movies? It, 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 yeah. Come on, is he coming in? He is not. I will. I will revenge his death. There I'm he out. goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he's. I right there? for you. I, you're no. wearing the same shirt I am. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, uh, let's see. Hold on. Let's see if I can get him back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what happened to Gabe? Oh, he's out in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I, I'm thinking he probably wound up on a work call. He was working still. So, oh, okay. Jamal, are yeah. you there? Are you no, Gabe was like, all? you know what? I'm going surfing. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm done all with right. this. So, all right, then let me ask your guys' opinion. Do you think, I mean, everybody watched the playoff game last year. And do you think that obviously Henry was out for a while with his, with his legs or whatever? His I foot, think it was yeah. a leg thing. Uh, do you think they brought him back too early? No. No, I thought I thought it was the right time. It was right. Everything was correct in, in the process of to bringing him back from his injury. I, it see my my issue, and that's why I asked that question earlier as it relates to the head coach, is because it, there's just no there's no I don't see anything for the offensive side, you know, getting on the offensive coordinators, you know, trying to help them out establish the offense. Everything is held up on the defensive side from my perspective. I just don't see the offensive side coming alive at any point in, in his his tenure at, at, at as the head coach there. I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything explosive out of the quarterback. I haven't seen anything besides a great running back back there. That's it. That's just – I'm trying to wonder. Well, I mean, Vable's always on. been uh, like a conservative type of guy. I mean, let's face it. They they brought on Tannehill to be a manager, not, not to be – um, uh, like a Tom Brady. I mean, I know that's yeah, kind of going yeah. way above. Well, no, they, they didn't bring him in high. to. Yeah. yeah, they didn't bring him in to win games. They they just brought basically brought him in as a safe play. You know, make make the throw down the field if you, if it's there. If not, you know, go and dink and dunk because you got an eight train right behind you. So, yeah. See that that's the problem. And and see what the whole play of what we've seen now don't get me wrong they beat they beat us last time in, in 18 on monday night football mm-hmm. with Mariota coming in at the very end to hold that game off but you know i i just don't see any explosiveness from the offensive side of them and that's what i'm trying to wonder and figure out for the last you know tenure of of, of mike vrabel is what 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 is going to be done this year on the offensive coordinator side well, you know, I mean, if the offensive coordinator is not putting up points, I can see him. Fu- He's not going to be the fault. See? That, yeah, they're going to fire the coordinator before they get rid of, of, of the exactly. And that yeah. that's you know that's where I'm trying to get at to see what feed is coming off the fans of the Tennessee Titans because, I mean, five years this this was what the third coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. so yeah. okay. So, how many? Yeah, how but many it was more? even like that with uh, Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. Fisher, Fisher, well, no, Fisher had had well, a Fisher was offensive minded. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, he stunk. Oh, he did. Don't Jeff get wrong. Fisher was that. terrible. I believe that. Yeah. Wait, I thought good. I thought Fisher was a defensive coach. That's what I thought. I thought he was more. I, you know, it's been a while. Every time I think of Jeff Fisher, he was a defensive, I think he was of defensive coordinator with. Uh, he he was defensive he, coordinator okay. but as a head okay. coach. He was more offensive minded. Okay. And see, that's the I, role that I think this head coach needs to be. He needs to, because he was, limited what his offense can do. Now, was Fisher the coach that Buddy Ryan punched, or was that? Uh, 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 no, that was laughing. no, that was somebody was that else. Galbraith. Yeah, okay, somebody okay, else. then that was yeah. uh, Kevin Galbraith. Then yeah. you're gonna have to, Buddy you're gonna have to narrow the field down of who Buddy hit actually, because there's so right. many of them. That is <laughs> right. right. That is true. I love um, you say his sons because I'm pretty sure he hit them all the time. Oh, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and let's let's just call it what it is. This is uh, Tannehill's last year with the Titans. They well, knew he's what, what they like were. Forty six years old right now. I know he's not. Uh, I know he's well, younger. Well, I don't know. He's, he's, he's played in Miami, so that, that takes some years off his. Yeah, I thought he's like 36, 37 years yeah, old. There. I mean, he's up there actually. I mean, and he when he got sixty two million guaranteed. On this four-year deal, this last four-year deal. So, well, not only that, you know what? You know what got me about him when when they asked if he was going to be the guy to uh, help coach, coach, uh, yeah, mentor, mentor. yeah, yeah. There you go. He's like, no, no, I'm not. Careful, he might end up. Yeah, how that? Yeah, careful, he might end up. Jeff Fisher on the Giants. No, no, Mike Tannehill. Ryan Wait, Tannehill? Tannehill? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I will, I will call Shane personally, and you know what? The first thing Shane's going to say to me, "How about did you get this number?" You know, I'll be like it's in the name, it's in the name. I've had an interview with Shane. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wish he would. <laughs> I wish he would. All right, let's see. Let's see. Wow, if- he's only 30, 33. 
Jamal. I tell you, Jamal, yeah, it sounds like there's something eating your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I like. Oh no, it's okay, man. At home. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Tell me what I'm. I got on the Wi-Fi, so maybe that'll help some. Okay, so do you think the head coach? You know, this is your question, Chubla. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. Do you think you know with the play uh, of this year, do, is the coach's job on on the line here? He doesn't get into the playoffs. So, so you kind of cut a little static. You said again. It, do, you do you think? think this, do you think this is Vrabel's last year? If he doesn't, if he doesn't start to produce in the playoffs. If they don't produce in the playoffs, yeah, correct. If they don't even get there, it's gonna be. No, I'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna be tough, man. I'm not saying the Titans are a sure win, a sure win to win the division this year. I think the Colts are gonna be tough. They're a good team. I mean, I don't know how good Matt Ryan's gonna be. We'll see how it goes. I mean, the Jags and Texans are the Jags and Texans. I mean, I think right now they're not good. The Texans <laughs> did beat us again last year, but um, you know, just mistakes, man. I mean. Honestly, for the Titans, I don't know if they're going to have the, the playmakers to get it done. I mean, they're counting on Robert Woods coming off at ACL. You're counting on a rookie uh, wide receiver who can't even stay on mini camp field. And, you know, you got a Kyle Phillips, a fifth-round slot guy. I mean, I just I don't know where the distribution's going to go. I mean, they picked up Hooper. I think Hooper's a nice little addition. But I mean, it, it's going to be a stretch, man. It's, you're playing a tough uh, first place schedule. You got to play all the first place division teams, man. We got the, uh, you know, the Packers as our fifth NFC team. I mean, I know they're a little depleted, but I mean, it's still Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, I think it's going to be tough sledding. But ultimately, other than Todd Downing, I don't think anybody loses their job unless they say, you know, lose, you know, lose like ten games or so. Okay. You know, I'm going to push back. I think even if you lose 10 games, uh, Vrabel, Vrabel is safe. Just Vrabel, because then what he'll do is he'll just wipe out the, the coaching staff and then hire some more people, hire some hire a new staff. See, and, and you know, I, I think Vrabel is almost a little cocky in the way he goes oh, of course, about of course his business. Is. You know, okay. just because part, part of that break like, or that Belichick in him or whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, in the Patriot way, whatever you want to call it, but. Um, you know, I think the defense is fine. I think that's what's going to carry us this year. But I think that the offense really needs some help other than Todd Down. And I mean, I think uh, my man earlier was talking about them bringing in uh, Tim Kelly from the Texans as a passing, uh, passing offense coordinator, whatever his job title is. I don't know how much help that's really going to be. I mean, I guess we'll see. But, uh, man, I, I really don't know, man. Man, we don't know how, how healthy Henry really is. I mean, he's coming off a, a, a foot, man, and weighing 245 pounds, man, and cutting in and out, man, on that foot, man. I don't know how good Henry's going to be either. So even as a fan, man, I'm still a realist, man. I, I really want to pump my brakes on how good I think this team is because I think they're going to have to prove it on the field. His workouts are looking cut. pretty good. He doesn't good. have to cut on that foot. All he's got to do is just push those guys over. Yeah. He's had like three of those where he has sent guys flying through yeah, the yeah. air out of the play just by yeah. you know pushing them over. Hey, bit. shout out Josh Norman. <laughs> hey, man. They made yeah. a whole meme about that. I, I'm going to tell y'all what's so crazy about that play is people don't even realize it is I'm at that game and that didn't even count. There was a penalty yeah, on that penalty. play, yeah. and that that play never even happened in the stat book. But, but I mean, it's a play everybody remembers. I mean, you see it on Sports Center every every week. <laughs> uh, you you come on, come uh, watch, uh, make account sneaky G podcast show tomorrow. I'll show it just five times in thirty seconds. He you loves know? showing it. He loves <laughs> love showing it. <laughs> now, Philly, you want to you want to ask the question um, that about Henry. Yeah, so, I, I mean, obviously, with everything that was happening, I know that you guys felt like you needed to have him there. But do you feel like that you forced Henry out on the field for that playoff game? Do, do I think that we forced him in too soon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, I, I say I say no, uh, only because they were prepared to play Henry Week 17, or I guess week 18, if you want to go with 17 right. games last yeah. year against the Texans yeah. in the last game of the season. 
And the only reason they didn't is because the Colts blew a game that week before that I think everybody expected them to win. Then they ultimately end up losing to Jacksonville that following week and missing the playoffs all the game. Wow. I don't think they forced them in. You got the bye, and I think, you know, getting that bye, you got them an extra two weeks than what you – he didn't play week 18. You got the bye week, and then, I mean, a whole extra two weeks. I mean, they said the healing, I think, was six to ten weeks, which is a, a wide margin, don't get me wrong, but I think he ended up going like 11 or 12 weeks before he actually got on the field. So I think plenty enough time – I mean, you got to put him out there. Now, don't get me wrong, once the game got going – and I saw how ineffective he was. I thought Foreman was running well in that game. I thought they should have rolled Foreman a little bit more. Like, coming in and just giving Henry 20 carries and played in three months or whatever, like, I think that's a lot to ask of him because usually he's not very good at the beginning of the season. He kind of needs a little time to get going. And I think, you know, the more he gets the ball as the season goes on, the more effective he is. But, I mean, but just coming off of that foot injury, man, not playing a game, I think you're asking a lot of them. And don't get me wrong. Everybody wanted to see him. I wanted him on the field. But after seeing him on the field, I thought Foreman should have got more carries in that game. And, you know, that could have been the difference. Now, ultimately, Tannehill throwing three interceptions was the difference. But, but uh, you know, it was a Henry question. Well, now, yeah, I hear that. But but don't forget, I mean, it was it was still it was still a field goal that that naturally won won the game, and it was still a fifty two yarder. So yeah, but and, not only that, not only that though, there was a there was a very specific third down or fourth down call where they went to him and he got stopped behind the line of scrimmage, yeah. and it was not it, mm-hmm. it was very unHenry like. And it was that play that made me say maybe they should not have had him in there. Yeah, I think that was a shoestring tackle. It was basically grabbed his ankles, which he never stops on. So, yeah, yeah. it was just like it was like, ooh, that's no uh, Jamal. Just are you going to the Giants Tennessee game season opener? Oh, I'll be there, buddy. I'll be there too. I will be there too. Hey man, we need to link up, man. What, let me let me bring shots. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm on my phone. I was so unprepared. I would have put my left. Oh, it's all good. On and everything, man. I had to make a run, man. But I just tried to hop on real quick. He told me to show start a little early, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's I'm, the I'm problem. Guy, I, I sometimes like, forget. I, I think that everybody's Eastern game, Standard Time. So uh, I've been here since day one. Yeah, I tell you what, all you got to do is just, you'll see this on YouTube. Uh, the NFC East has its own YouTube channel, right, uh, Philly? Yes, we do. All 60, how many? Philly, I'm going to look you up, man. I really planned on doing 60. it before. It was just such short notice, man. I was like, let me see what these guys are all about, man. But, uh, man, <laughs> man, it seems like some great chat, man. I love this, man. This is right up my alley, man. So uh, I appreciate you guys letting me come on and do this. Oh, yeah. Oh, we appreciate you having you. Like yeah, I said, sure. it was, this has been, uh, like I said, we had two Titans fans show up. We couldn't find any Colts fans not, at all. Not last one. Not, not one. one. It was like, still, uh, you know, still like all the Colts people, they, they, they don't, you know, they, they, they hide. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like they're, they're like cockroaches, I guess. You know, almost like Dallas fans when they lose. You talking oh. about the Colts is right up my alley because I hate the Colts, man. I don't, I don't hate. And man, I hate Dallas, Tennessee, man. And I'm a diehard Tennessee Vols fan too, man. And Peyton Manning played for the Colts, man. So I hate his guts, man. I just hate him, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's how I feel about Bill Parcells because when he started, when he went over to the Dallas Cowboys and coached them, I said, Nah, bro. Yeah, man. It's nah, like your trade. Hey, well, we, we gave you Jason Garrett in return. Sneaky. Yeah, y'all could have kept him. Us, man, after he left the Colts, man. So he, like, got me twice. <laughs> well, no, he didn't want to. He, yeah, no, the owner, Ursay, was like, I'll holler. I'm going to go with this. See, man, do, you feel, do you feel that way about Jacksonville at all? I mean, Jacksonville – Jacksonville has had really uh, a, a very up and down, like a roller coaster type of franchise where, you know, they've been to the, you know, they haven't been to the Super Bowl, but they have been to championship games and they've lost. And then they stink for a while. Now, yep. now they're, you know, now they have a Super Bowl winning court, you know, coach uh, that's coaching them now and, and not somebody who wants to dance with college students. Uh do, do you get do you get those types of feelings about them? Like, you, you, obviously, you say you hate the Colts. Uh, mm. Who is your 
Dallas Cowboys. Because <laughs> we don't hate Dallas. Cowboys Dallas sucks. For you, man. All right, so originally, now the Colts, now it's just the Colts, Texans, and the Jags. But I'm an original Titans fan, man. And we originally could not stand and the Steelers, man, because we played in the same division. I think it was the AFC Central, I think, mm-hmm. a few years back. So, man, I cannot win. We literally hated each other. Like the Ray Lewis, Eddie George days, man, those were like, those were like intense yeah. times, man, yeah. between the Titans and the Ravens. But, I mean, now with the way the divisions are, it's definitely the Colts. I mean, Jag- the Jaguars are, to me – Nobody wants to play for the Jaguars. They're they're just a city where they have to overspend and overpay to get guys. Like, their fans don't show up for the game. Every year they have to count London as a home game because they don't even – people don't even want to go to their games. Now, granted, they got lucky. I mean, so we think anyway we're getting Trevor Lawrence the number one pick. I mean, he had an up-and-down rookie year. You know, he really you call that lucky? They had to have a losing record to get a lot of things that's lucky. Well, I mean, this just... is true, but I mean, you know how they say those transcendent quarterbacks, you know, those once in a generation types. I mean, you know, as a prospect, a lot of people kind of, right. you know, crowned them as that, you know, whether it's true or not, you know, that's just what people said, you know, like the Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, you know, the same way they came out. But for me, Jacksonville, man, they're, they're like, I don't look at them as like a true, like intense rival, even though we play them twice a year in life. For me, I'm uh, expecting two wins every year when I play Jacksonville. Damn right. <laughs> Danny Jones is my guy. Danny Jones. Chill with Lawrence. <laughs> you you got the you got the mad the mad New Yorker sneaky giants have Danny Dimes. You damn right they do. Yeah, it's called pick six. Yeah. Oh, oh really? We want to talk <laughs> yeah. about pick six. We really want to talk about pick six. Yeah, well that, that guy's now. Yo, that sne- guy's sneaky G man. So I you are you a Danny Dimes fan? Uh you know what? That's my guy. He got to prove it this year. Uh, so, so a hot take from Sneaky G was that he would take Danny Dimes over Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And I, I do it again. Yep. <laughs> and you, and Jamal, I'm gonna tell you why. I do not like. I do not like Aaron Rodgers. I do not like. I'm a character guy. If you lie to me, it's a wrap. If you lie, to, it's a wrap. Because now I can't trust a word you say. So when he went up there and talked about, um, yeah, I'm immunized and did not want to fall on the sword saying, oh, my bad. Talk about cancer culture this and cancer culture that. You know what? Yeah, I'm done, bro. I'm done. <laughs> and that's his hot take. Uh, yep. And I, okay, I, man, I, that, that, that was a, that's a I'll take, matter of fact, I'd even uh, take Tannehill over. If, if Tannehill hasn't lied and been caught in a lie, okay, I'll take man. him over. No, I don't know. He went you to Texas A&M. So. Oh, that's right. You know what? And that's fine. That's fine. Because if I lose you as a friend, there's more coming. No, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm a very humble guy. No, not really. I'm arrogant and I'm entitled. No, that's a joke. That's all. See, now that sounded evil. That was believable? Okay, there oh, we go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that next time I, I talk to about another chance. Um, no, but don't worry. Do, you'll still bring us. You'll still you'll still hold the basement of the East this year. Uh, no, we won't. Mark my, my word. Hey, you heard it here first. Thirteenth okay. of, of uh, June. No, we won't. I know you're seventeen and zero. Giants. Um, you're going to. You damn right. Yeah, and that's another. One. I always say we're going to seventeen and zero. I will never. We'll see. Okay. All right, Jamal. All right, let's do this right now. I'm going to put you on the spot, Jamal. Since Philly has to open up his mouth. <laughs> Let's have a gentleman's bet. First time ever on the show. Okay. Do me a favor. And and Chris, I am not very entitled. I'm broke. Um, so if if you could do me a favor when you get a chance, go to dresscomfy.com. Okay. Now you'll click on the, the little menu block and you'll see, uh, click on that menu. You'll see sneaky G man. I, I have some merchant. Uh, he, of course he would go right now. <laughs> of course he would. That's because you're taking course. forever. You got a hundred things to say. He's got, you gotta be fast, fast, fast. You ain't got nothing fast. There ain't nothing fast about you or your No, team. no. So, so every, every, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. No, you said it. I'm on everything I do is slow and go. steady. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. But I do get the job done no matter what. So he wants to bet you merch. On, well, on no. Yes. 
a sneaky G man hat. And we'll talk a sneaky G man hat. We'll talk about that. Were you able to hear that, Jamal? We'll text him. <laughs> you have killed my master. I'm going to pretend revenge is down. Oh. Can you hear us, Jamal? I think. Hello. Yeah. Is it me you're looking so, for? So, 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 so what do you say, Pork Ryan, about any of this? Oh, my God. You're a mess. <laughs> Sneaky. God, I have missed you guys the last two weeks. There you go. There you oh, go. Oh, man. So, I, mean, we, I love you too, Pork Ryan. We knew something would come out of Pork Ryan about this. He was just waiting. So, anyways, anyways, I, I have I have just an update since we only have a few more minutes left. Uh, talked is better. Talked <laughs> is better. And I tell you, when you tried to watch, when you watched Sneaky with the tucked jersey, I tell you, that jersey oh was God. just like bursting. It was bursting. I, you know what? And, I will agree. Well, that's yeah, why you I can't had, wear it. No, hold on. So you I, don't call me out. You, I'm going to go. When you hold on. It, you can't wear a top. When, when it was tucked <laughs> in, my jersey was like, just hold on a little bit longer. <laughs> and then when I untucked it, it was like, ugh. Whew, that was a close right. one. Well, and that's exactly it. So you guys don't look right when it's tucked. You know? And Chris is the same way. You know, Chris. So, you know, first off, Chris. First off, he had his pants all the way up to his to his nipples. You know what I mean? I had I had a vagina. I had a blue jean vagina when I had it tucked up. So oh, high. you missed it last week. Missed it last week. So we were talking about how uh, there are times when I when I wear my jersey. Wait, wait, back up, back up. We were talking about PTI. And how I'm a big fan of Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser. Matter of fact, I got a TikTok on it. You can go back and, and check it out, too. Because there's a little poll, and people have been voting on it. And for some reason, someone's smoking crack, and they're saying yes. Yeah, and then he was like, like, I always tuck in my jerseys. Okay, well, Pork Ryan, do you tuck in a game jersey? No. Thank you. Ever. I mean, I have, but no, I prefer it untucked. You prefer it on top, <laughs> but like, so uh, when I'm saying, when I'm going out, the jerseys that I wear are real NFL jerseys. They're not the Chinese versions. So they're long. Those jerseys are naturally longer. Are you talking about like the, uh, the authentic ones? That's what you're well, talking about. Well, the authentics are long, but so are the, so are the, uh, the, uh, yeah. the customs yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. They're, they're yeah. longer. They're not something that's real. Now, I I am – when I wear a college shirt, I'm, I'm a tucker just in general. I like to tuck in my shirt. He it's is a, a tucker. It's, it's a cleaner look. Not Justin Tucker. He stands back. He's like, I'd wear this jersey tucked. I'd wear this jersey tucked so hard. And he's, <laughs> it puts the lotion on your skin or it's, else it gets uh, close uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Two weeks, two weeks for this. I still can't believe it. <laughs> two weeks. So, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when you saw, when you saw, like even the Cowboys guy who tucked in his jersey, that wasn't Chris. That wasn't Chris. Yeah, because Chris, Chris looked like Urkel with his pants all the way up to his nipples, trying to leave tuck Chris it in. alone. You know what? You know what you look like. You look like the old man. Be like, hey, get off my yarn. That that that's no, what I don't. you. That's no, what I don't. You, yeah. I look nice. I you look and I you look and, and 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 uh, Henry. Y'all look. Like, get off my. Oh, and our Armando. I'll say this about Armando. Y'all three look like Golden Girls, but the men version. Get off my lawn. Get off my yard. But it became it yeah. became a little bit of a thing. It became yeah. a little bit of a thing this week on TikTok, and and I will have to say that it. Uh, yeah, that the tuck look it, it does actually work. So, uh, but anyways, as we run out of time, uh, you know, we'll we'll bring this up again next week, I'm sure. Uh, but oh, wow. oh. Uh, I'd like to thank Jamal and and, and Gabe for coming out and uh, we have to say congratulations to Romeo Cornell, fifty years in the uh, in NFL. The he he's retiring. Uh, five yep. Super Bowls, two from the Giants. Uh, congratulations on a great career. 
Congratulations. 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 And on that note, we're going to call it a night. So we'll see you guys next week for episode 65. And as always, go birds. How about them cowboys? Yeah.